Hello, everyone. This is the next episode in the leadership series of the Booze Filled to Spirit Filled podcast with your host, Jamel Gablewski. All right. So I told you that this episode was going to be about strengths and lesser strengths. Let's not call them weaknesses. Weaknesses have this like prickly pear kind of feeling to them. So we're going to call them lesser strengths. I want to start this with thinking with the thought that many people, I believe, have a list of characteristics that leaders have to have in order to be good leaders. I think we have this in our brain. And I'm going to I want to I want to challenge that paradigm thinking. All right. Last episode, I talked about introvert and extrovert and that many people think that leaders are supposed to be extroverts. That is not true. So I'm going to go over some different attributes and looking at what are kind of like key ingredients, perhaps, to being a leader characteristics, but I hope to put like a different kind of spin on them. Okay, some basic, basic stuff about leadership. When we think of leaders, we might think of these kind of characteristics. They're good at casting a vision. They're good at administration, like a manager. They're good at organization and strategic planning. We like to think that those are all strengths. They are all strengths, okay? There is really not a lesser strength. My my point is there are some things that maybe you're better at than others, correct? Like, for instance, I know that I am good at strategic planning and vision casting. I'm good at that. I feel comfortable in those areas. The other two, administration and organization, they're not in my wheelhouse. It's not that I can't do them because I can do them, but I would prefer not to. Now, I also want to share that there's times in our leadership that we have to do things that we don't want to do or do things that we don't like to do. They're not in our gift zone, but we have to do them. And I think it's important to, when we have to work in those areas, we, like for me, I know that I can only do administration and organization in small chunks because they're, they're so energy draining for me. So I'm very intentional about my scheduling when it comes to doing those kinds of tasks. And I might not like them, but I try to find ways to improve on them. Okay. And I think I have. So they are lesser strengths. Now, you might be the opposite of me. That's okay. We need leaders, obviously, that are good in administration and organization. We need people that are outside of our gifting. I do. Trust me, I need these people. And I think it's key then to surround yourself with people that balance you out. You don't want to completely have an entire staff, uh, let's say, of administration and organization because there's really nobody then that's forward thinking. You don't want to have someone that's all visionary but can't actually like write out an action plan, right? Like you can have great ideas, but then you got to put the boots on the ground, right? And what's that look like? 
admitting to yourself that there are things that you struggle with and then allowing others to do some of that work because they excel in those areas. Now that is a leader. Okay. All right. Now there's some other characteristics that I think leaders do need to possess. It's kind of hard to describe them because you might not think you're, oh gosh, I'm not there yet. Well, that's okay because I think that like that's our growth, right? So anyway, the first two things, and I think this is really where any leader needs to start, is what is your foundation? What's like, what's your what's at your core? Um, what is your identity? Do you know who you are? We talked about this in another episode, like knowing your personality, knowing things about you knowing your unique self. But then let's say you know that, right? Do you actually like who you are? Do you love who you are? I think sometimes we know who we are and we're like, oh yeah, who I am is not good enough. Who I am is not worthy. Who I am is not smart enough. That's kind of the key right there. And leadership is not just knowing who you are, but believing in who you are. Do you know that God created you uniquely and on purpose? Uniquely you, exactly the way you are with strengths and lesser strengths, introvert or extrovert, vision, visionary or administrator. He created you uniquely and on purpose. Do you know that? If you can't answer yes to any of these questions, then that is your starting point as a leader. We need to be confident in who we are, in our identity, not cocky, but strong in who we are, knowing who we are. Is your foundation strong that you know who you are, you know your identity, and it's not built on superfluous nonsense. Your identity, your foundation is not built on your family. It's not built on your education. It's not built on how much money you have and what car you drive and who you know that got you a job. Your foundation and your identity is not built on your title. Did everybody catch that? I got a little fired up. Do you know who you are? Do you love and accept who you are? Because who you are is unique and God made you unique and on purpose. So having that strong identity, if you're struggling in that area, that's okay. You know it's something to work on. How do you work on it? Spend some time in solitude with Jesus. Do some journaling. Find a leadership coach. AKA Jamel Gavluski. I would say in the last five years, three years is where I really solidified my foundation and my identity. All right, let's go on to some other key characteristics. What about this one? As a leader, do you have the characteristic where you have a desire? to learn and grow? Or are you thinking two things? Do you already know it all? Or 
do you think that by wanting or needing to learn and grow, that's a weakness? Think of someone that you know that's like a know-it-all, right? You don't probably like equate that with good, positive leader because they're a know-it-all. Can't teach them anything. We all need to be lifelong learners. We all have room to grow and expand. And sometimes we have to completely change. I'm not saying this is easy. What I'm saying is, do you have a willingness to go through the learning, growing, and changing process? And it is a myth if we think the leaders are supposed to have all the answers and you think that you're already supposed to know it all and you don't, and therefore you're not a good leader. That's a myth. That's a lie. Straight from the devil. Do you have a desire to pursue knowledge and answers? That's a key characteristic. Another one. Do you have the mindset of being a collaborator? Yeah, there are times that you have to be like the decision maker. The ball's in your court. It's all on you to make the tough decisions. However, do you have a a paradigm where we work best when we are working as a team, when we're in partnership with others? I like to use the word synergy. Synergy means that the combined effect is greater than the sum of all parts. What I do, what you do, what the five people on my team do, that creates something, right? A byproduct. If you're working in synergy, if those five people are working in synergy, that effect is even better. That product, that byproduct is even better because they're working together. Do you have that paradigm that collaboration is important? Do you have that? People all working together in their gift zone, in their their wheelhouse, but they're all working towards the same goal. If so, that goal can actually be surpassed. As leaders, we want to be bridge builders, bringing people together and finding a way to balance the tension because there's going to be tension. There's different personalities. There's different ways of working. All right. But you're bringing it all together and you have to balance the tension of those different personalities and those different motivational gifts. But do you have the mindset that collaboration is good? Bring that to your team. The final two characteristics that might be strengths or lesser strengths needing to be worked on are the characteristics of humility and grace. The leader does not have to be the loudest person in the room or the one that volunteers for everything. The leader is the one that will step aside when someone else on the team can complete a task better than themselves. The leader will admit wrongdoing, humility. The leader will ask for forgiveness. And the leader, in turn, will offer forgiveness. They will show grace. 
The leader will give credit where credit is due. The leader will be compassionate to the human needs of those they serve. Let me give you an example. I worked for an organization. It was a private faith-based alternative school. And faith-based. Did you catch catch that? Faith-based. I was pregnant and found out, well, didn't find out. I knew I was pregnant and then I ended up having a miscarriage. Okay. I had complications from that miscarriage and I had to have some multiple follow-up doctor visits and a procedure. Well, they ended up taking money out of my paycheck because I was past the three days of allowed absences. And I was like the boss of my campus. So I'd come in early, work during lunch, worked late. And they're like, no, 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 sorry. That doesn't count. Like you miss any part of the day, you're gone. It counts as a half day, full day. You've went past your three days. And so now we got to take money out of your paycheck to pay for a sub. A sub? Y'all didn't even get a sub. I was really upset. I was really upset because I'm thinking, you're a Christian organization, and I'm going through something very emotionally, mentally, and spiritually difficult, and this is how I'm being treated. I didn't feel like a lot of grace was being extended to me. So as a leader now, am I extending that grace? Do you extend grace to people on your team? We have to also offer ourselves grace. We are not perfect and we aren't expected to be perfect. I'm a perfectionist as well. Not as bad as I used to be. Because years ago, let's say 20 something years ago. Oh my gosh, probably 30 years ago. I was in rehab. And if you know what I'm talking about, when I talk about going to rehab, listen to like one of my first couple episodes way, way, way back a year ago. Anyway, I was in rehab. I was having a session with my therapist and I'll never forget this. She looked me in the eye and she said, Jamel, welcome to the human race where we are not perfect. Believe it or not, this totally made me mad, like mad. Like, how dare you say that to me? Yeah, I didn't, sh- I didn't give myself much grace. So we need to have humility and grace where we're humble about our accomplishments, achievements, our abilities. Humble enough that we're not good at everything. Let somebody else do it. And then grace. Are we offering forgiveness to people on our team when they have mistakes? Not just, yeah, there's accountability, but are we offering grace? But are we offering grace even to ourselves? So humility is not beating yourself up either, yo. Let me say that again. Humility is not making yourself a doormat and beating yourself up. That's not humility. Those are some of what I consider to be the the key characteristics. And it's really like, where are you in each one of those areas? Are they a strength or are they a lesser strength? And do I need to allow God to work with me and on me 
in those lesser strengths. We're always on a journey, everybody. We're not perfect. We're working towards getting better. In the, in the, in the Christian world, we call it sanctification, being made more holy and more into the image of Jesus. And it's a journey that we will not finish here on earth. So those are some of the characteristics. I hope you learn something from those. Um, in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple episodes, I'm going to go more in depth on collaboration and knowing your team, as well as I'm going to devote an entire episode to just communication and relationships, communicating with coworkers and people above you, under you, side by side. Man, that's tough, 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 tough. And then developing relationships, appropriate relationships too, as well. Okay. So I'm going to give you some like red flag warnings in those areas. So please, please, please stay tuned. We have entered about the halfway point in this series. So I want to open the floor up to questions. Is there something in particular that you would like me to discuss on the podcast? Is there a certain topic or an experience that you've had that you would like me to speak to? Let me know. Jamelgodlewski at gmail.com. Send me a message on social media, Jamel Godlewski. I would love to really offer some specific uh, words of wisdom, I hope, uh, knowledge or even experience um, to anything that you might have questions about or concerns about. Please reach out. Yeah, let me know how things are going in your world of leadership. Hey, don't forget, though, leadership means having influence on people. And we all have some sort of influence. Don't be beating yourself up if you're not perfect. God is for you. He is not against you. Please stay tuned to uh, our series on leadership and looking forward to the second half here on collaboration, communication, relationships, Sabbath time. And we're going to have a couple interviews with other people coming up. Thanks, everyone.